Greetings fellow tech seekers, Sean from Silicon Theory here, and this is the Silicon Theory radio station on Anchor.fm. Coming to you this morning live and using the brand new LG G7 ThinQ device to record this episode. So uh, one of the things you'll be able to check right off the bat is how good the microphone is because you'll be able to tell because I'm recording off of it. So I've had the phone now for uh, just shy of two days, came Wednesday, and uh, putting it through its paces, and I wanted to give you some first impressions in the first 48 hours. So, as you know, <clears throat> excuse me, we went to the G7 ThinQ launch event in New York, and uh, we're very excited that uh, we were going to get a review unit shortly after that. So, going to put it through its paces. We'll have it for a month. Both Sean P. and I will take our time with crafting a review because I think it's important. Um, and the first thing that I'm going to say is that this could be the beginning of something really good for LG, or it could be just another failure and disappointment for LG. So that's the reason why we want to take our time uh, over here at Silicon Theory and really give you uh, the most complete picture of this phone, because ultimately, if it's good enough, if it stands out enough, if it's compelling enough that LG has made a phone that people want to buy, I think that's a significant tipping point for them. They haven't had a really strong hit since the G3, and uh, some of the previous phones were just abject disasters. So let's talk a little bit about what I like in the first 48 hours. So number one, the design. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to spend a ton of time just kind of enjoying the phone for itself, for its on its own merits uh, during the hands-on period, because I was much more concerned about doing the uh, recording for the YouTube channel, obviously, so that you guys could get an impression of what the phone was like during the launch event. But now that I've had it in hand for a couple of days, it it really does feel good. One of the things that I'm noticing most significantly is that it's very comfortable to hold. And I think a lot of that has to do with the 19 and a half by nine uh, aspect ratio. So while it is very tall in the hand, it's also narrower. And so this is something that um, Samsung has been doing with their Galaxy uh, S9 and presumably the Note 9, but also in the Note 8 itself, which is out right now. It's kind of tall and skinny, which is fine in landscape because you're holding it on both ends anyway, so it doesn't really bother you. But in vertical or portrait mode, um, you notice uh, a significant ease of use. It's very comfortable to hold in your hands. Now, when I compare it to my Pixel XL and my Pixel 2 XL, it is noticeably narrower. And when I switch from using the G7 to my Pixel 2 XL, the Pixel 2 XL feels wide and chunky by comparison. So, uh, and it's got a case on it, but it's a very minimal case. So it doesn't add a ton of extra bulk, which is one of the reasons why I like it, but big shout to Rinky. But the, um, the, the overall width of the phone just doesn't feel as comfortable in my hands as the G7 does. And, um, and that's a testament to LG, like I'm using it without a case so that we can give it its full review period, but the back glass is subtly curved and so it's really nice and it's, it fits comfortably in your hand. And I have, you know, pretty good size mitts, so I think people with small hands would enjoy it and people with larger hands, um, you know, may or may not, but it certainly wouldn't be burdensome to hold, that's for sure. So. Along with the design, the second thing that I've noticed right away is the display. It's good. Like I was worried about the LCD or the use of an LCD, although LG makes pretty good TVs, so you would think that they do pretty good LCD panels. Um, they do pretty good monitors too. The uh, display is very crisp. It is very bright. It is accurate from what I can tell. And again, I'm comparing it to the OLED in my Pixel 2 XL, which may not be the most fair comparison to the Pixel 2 XL. 
but the end result is, is that it looks very good. And I'm going to be doing some additional testing in sunlight, um, but you can take the phone out of your pocket and rest assured that it'll get bright enough for you to be able to see and to use. Um, and the camera uh, UI and the display also has a super bright thing. So in dark areas, it'll ramp up the, um, the display's visual, if that makes sense. So it'll brighten up so that it'll help you see what you're looking at in darker situations. Now the image itself, again, we'll have to go through some processing and find out, you know, what the image in low light looks like. And we're going to have a full on test of the camera and I'll probably do uh, a separate segment for the show when I've had an opportunity to spend a little more time with the camera, but just taking pictures, uh, taking the camera out of your pocket, taking the phone, easy for me to say, taking the phone out of your pocket and just snapping pictures is pretty easy. And again, the display makes it very, very simple to be able to see and use the display in a lot of different ways. The third thing that I noticed right off the bat is the external speaker. Now it's very good and comparing it to my Pixel 2 XL, even with the front facing speakers, the directionality because the speakers at the bottom is, you know, a matter of taste. And yes, you can still cover it with your fingers or your hand when you're holding it in a landscape and get kind of a muffled sound, which is a bit of a bummer. But the sound quality is good. The directionality eh, leaves a little bit to be desired. I still prefer front facing, but what LG has done with this boombox speaker is actually pretty remarkable. Now in hand, uh, you do get the vibration. So if you've got the phone up loud enough and it bumps, it really is going to bump. And by that, I mean, you'll feel the vibrations in your hand, the um, resonance chamber that's been created to augment the sound and increase the bass does its job. And if it's laying flat on a table, you'll get an additional uh, bit of a boost of the sound because of the resonance chamber. And it's using basically the whole phone's empty spaces, the empty parts of the chassis to amplify that sound, which is fine. When you hold it in your hand, it's kind of weird. Um, you can feel it kind of vibrate along with the bass of the song, which some people may enjoy and other people may find annoying. Like if you're just listening to things through the headphones and the quad DAC, then you're probably fine. But if you're on a conference call or as I do sometimes when I'm just sitting in the office, I'll just put on Google Play Music, put it on, you know, Imagine Dragons Radio and let it fire away. And that way I can move about the room. And yes, I have Bluetooth headphones, I own AirPods, Beats headphones, like more headphones than I care to admit. But the end result is that sometimes I need to be able to have the ambient uh, noise around me for a variety of reasons, mostly personal safety, but also so that I can hear people talking to me. So sometimes you just want, you know, office music like a, like you would get if you were getting music piped into your you know place of business. So uh, sometimes you just throw the phone on the desk and let it bump and that's fine. But when you pick it up, you get a noticeable vibration. And uh, I wouldn't recommend necessarily holding it in your hand for long periods of time without using the headphones. But again, the sound quality of the quad DAC into um, regular headphones, I'll be checking I'm going to be using my Vmoda M100s as the baseline for this test because even though they have a fairly low impedance and a smartphone should be able to drive it, I definitely want to put that quad back to the test and, uh, you know, earpods ain't going to do it. So um, that's pretty much my first impressions in the first 48 hours. Um, it's a good little phone. I, I really kind of like it. Um, the display is good. The sound is good. The snappiness of it is fine. We're going to do some more testing on that as well, but the design makes it fun to hold and it is a little bit slippery and we have the black variant and so I definitely, 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 definitely would slap a case on it if I was going to keep this as my personal phone, but um, but the design is very nice. It's not, I mean, it's kind of ubiquitous. It, it looks a lot like I had people tell me yesterday that they thought they had got, that I had the Galaxy S9. Uh, some people thought I had an iPhone 10. Like, there's a lot of different generic looks uh, out there right now and so smartphones can be confused for one another and so if, you know, 
initial brand recognition as something that's a big deal to you. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I sneezed there. Um, so if brand recognition is kind of a big deal to you. You may not want to take a look at the G7, but so far, so good. I really dig it, and um, I think... You know, initially, my first impression is that LG may have uh, may have done a lot right here. Um, I was listening to the Android Central podcast earlier, and um, Daniel Bader talked a lot about LG's new ABCD philosophy, where they're focusing on really the four pillars of what they think a good smart show, smartphone should have, and that's uh, A for AI, B for battery and battery life, C for camera, and D for display. So, so far, it looks like, uh, at the very least. Um, you know, the display part I can speak to as being pretty good and the AI battery life of the camera we will definitely get to later. So thanks for listening. Appreciate you. If you got all the way to the end, you are my favorite. And um, remember, as always, you can find all of our content at SiliconTheory.com. Follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check out our YouTube channel. We got lots more with a hands-on and some unboxings of the LG G7 ThinQ there. So make sure you head on over, check it out, subscribe, like, comment, do all of those things. Uh, that's at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory. Thank you again for listening. And as always, we will talk tech soon.